Hey there, Jules here, and welcome to Jules Loves Me, the podcast. My life is a surrender experiment where I choose faith over fear to follow my intuition. And it has all led me here to share wholehearted stories about what I've learned along the way. So take a nice deep breath, settle in, and remember, the light in me loves the light in you. Now let the elevation of your soul's experience begin. Today's message is trust. (laughs) Who can we trust? Who do you trust? And before we dig in to this topic, to this question of trust, I want to recap the season because I'm not sure where you've joined me. You may have been with me since the beginning. And you may have picked up these messages towards the middle, or maybe this is your first one. But I want to give you an idea of the intentions that have been a part of every single one. So I started doing these talks nine weeks ago. Can you believe it's been nine weeks? Like what? Time is so trippy. And so the first one started, I got this strong feeling the Saturday before Palm Sunday that I had something to share and it was really strong. So I reached out to a couple friends and I said, hey, can you guys uh, meet me on Zoom so I can share what's going on in my heart? I said, sure. I did not know that when I made the commitment to myself to show up, that the next day was Palm Sunday. No clue, (laughs) no clue. Then I realized that's the date that it was, and I realized that that was the message that wanted to come through. It's funny how divine timing works. So Palm Sunday is the start of Holy Week. This is where Jesus rides into the donkey, rides into the donkey. No, I hope that made you laugh. (laughs) Rides on the donkey into Jerusalem (laughs) before the crucifixion. Remember the donkey, being on that donkey is a symbol of peace, that he was coming in peace. And this message of Jesus and his unshakable peace came at the beginning of this pandemic and quarantine. I knew I wanted to share something that would be helpful, that may be comforting, but I also wanted to allow myself to express this thing that so desperately wanted to be expressed through me. And I held on to this image of Jesus knowing what he was going into and that he still was able to maintain this internal space of the peace of God 
and knowing that he had this unshakable peace, I kept using that image when things felt really hard. They felt really overwhelming. I kept thinking about having that peace of God within me, no matter what externally was happening around me. And so every week, the messages that I've felt led to share with you have been on time for that moment. And it all seemed to be leading up to something, but I wasn't sure what. My intention was to continue to show up, to pass along the messages that I was receiving. And a lot of times those messages wouldn't come to me until the shower right before I deliver the message. <laughs> Talk about some trust, huh? <laughs> and I wasn't sure how it was all going to play out, but I kept showing up trusting that it would all make sense, trusting that it would be helpful, trusting that it would be comforting, not only to you, but also for me. A few weeks ago, I started to feel like this particular season of talks was coming to an end. And I wasn't sure why I was feeling that shift, but all I knew for sure was that I was feeling the season coming to a close. And last night, <laughs> on the Saturday before my last talk <laughs> in this season, I realized that I would be speaking again on another holy day. Today is the day of Pentecost. Y'all, I mean, just have a laugh with me that I can't make this stuff up. Like seriously, the fact that it started on Palm Sunday by accident, if you will, like didn't mean to. And then now here we are landing it on the day of Pentecost. <laughs> Can I get amen? <laughs> Hello. Hallelujah. This is the Holy Spirit clearly working, right? <laughs> so and if you're not sure what the day of Pentecost is, it's said to be that this is the day when the Holy Spirit descended upon the believers. So after Jesus has, has uh, come back and showed us that this is the way and has gone, the Holy Spirit has been imparted upon us. But I believe that this is just the point where we realized that we had the gift of the Holy Spirit within us the whole time. It was just the day that we became collectively aware of this superpower, of this holy gift that we were all already given. So, Why does this matter? Like, why does this, what, what does this have to do with trust? 
everything. It has everything to do with it. This thing started in trust because it has been about trust the whole time. Including the example of me showing up, not knowing what was gonna happen. Me trusting myself, you trusting me by tuning in. And with the current state of the world right now, let's all take a deep breath. Just with the collective heartache that we are all feeling right now. All the rage, all the pain, not knowing who to trust is at the core causing separation. And thinking of like who you can trust, just even thinking that may catch you in a place of feeling outraged and or weary. You know, we were already tired before this new wave hit us. And I know that there's an overwhelming feeling of not knowing what to do, of not being sure of what the right thing is to do. So if you are in that place, know that you are not alone. I asked myself, what can I do? What can I do? I just sat with that. In this war against ourselves, in this war against an invisible virus, in this war against all of the other things that also are happening. What can I do? And I wanted to sit in the stillness and wait for God's words to fill me. Because the thing about trust, when you start to build it and develop it, you can discern it, which means that you can recognize it. And so clearly, that truth showed up in one word, oneness, oneness. 
it hasn't changed because of the current state of the world. It being my truth. I believe in oneness, in the depths of my soul, in the core of my being, I believe in oneness. And so what can I do? How can I use my voice? How can I use my influence? How can I use my power for not only good, but to make a change, to inspire others to make a change, to do the right thing? How, right? And I remembered that with oneness, I am choosing to be in oneness. I am teaming up with the Holy Spirit. I'm not giving power to separation or the belief of it. I instead want to use my strength to encourage myself to be vigilant for peace in that choice. Love or not. Right? We've talked about that in Choose Again. There's only two choices. To love or not to love. So choosing to love means my actions, my thoughts, my belief system has to be in alignment with that. That means I have to start here, right here. You know, if you think about how hard it is to change yourself, you'll realize it's impossible to change other people. And when you realize that, you can then reinvest that energy back into yourself because I've learned that when I allow myself to dig in and uproot those old beliefs, those old lies that have been passed down, accepted, built in, when I allow myself to dig in for the truth, now I got something to stand on. Now I have my power. Now I have my strength. Now I can be the change that I so desperately want to see in the world around me. And so after this nine weeks of really studying 
Jesus's example of being so committed to and vigilant for peace. I started to see major changes within how I was dealing with and processing fear. You know, the idea of going within to connect with God in the midst of unimaginable things. I remember that I can choose again. Teaming up with the Holy Spirit no matter what. That guidance system is going to move me in the direction of what is going to bring forth not only my highest good, but the highest good for those around me that are affected by me, that are influenced by me. So in choosing again, it led me to reevaluate my beliefs by asking what I believe right now. From there, I found the core of my truth. Like the one truth to anchor it all on. And that core anchoring belief is oneness. I don't care about gender. I don't care about color. I don't care about anything. I don't care what you did in your past. I don't care about any of it. You are a child of God in my heart, period. And when I can stand in that truth, now I can see things differently. Now I can see with spiritual eyes the truth of who you are, the truth of who I am. And again, it has nothing to do with this body. That inner deep knowing, that inner deep knowing of what I believe is there every time that something challenges it. Every time the thought of separation pops up in different ways, whether it's being upset with a loved one or being heartbroken over what's happening in the world, that's my current opportunity to lean in to my belief of oneness to turn within and do something about it and then know what my next actionable step is for myself and others. If I go straight out, I have no idea if what I'm doing is in alignment with God's will. When I turn in and I get the instructions, I get the next step and I bring that out, 
now I know that I have my power. Now I know that I'm in a position to be that change, to do the good that I so desperately want to see and be in the world. So know that going into your heart is the step that we must take to build up our trust. This is a relationship. This is how we learn what to do next. And I know you're thinking, I'm not so sure about going in there. I'm not so sure I can trust myself. I know we have been trained and conditioned to believe that we should not trust ourselves. Everything has been put into place to protect ourselves from ourselves. But that's all garbage because that's how we continue to bring forth separation. We're separating from ourselves, we're separating from our truth, we're separating from our connection, separating from each other. So when you get down to the root of what's in there, now you have an opportunity to do something about it. You have an opportunity to go in there and say, I don't wanna feel this way anymore. I don't wanna think these things, feel these things, be okay with these things, or act like I'm okay with these things. When you are able to take a good look of what is going on in the privacy of your own mind without judgment, without judgment, go in there and say, okay, this is where I am. This is why I feel this way. This is why this bothers me this way. This is why I have such a strong feeling on this. It's because there's something that needs to get reevaluated here. This is how we can be brave enough to walk through all the corners of our heart, all of it, to clear out the pain of the separation that we're subconsciously, and in some cases consciously, holding and believing in. Today, the day of Pentecost, is the day that we woke up to the gift that's within us, that we don't have to do all this work by ourselves. Because I'm sure you were on the other end like, man, walk through the corners of my heart, girl. What you talking about? I don't really know about going in there. I usually lock all that stuff up. Well, you don't have to do it alone. You're not doing it alone. Lean in. Lean in 
to the power. Lean into the guidance. Lean with it, rock with it. Lean with it, rock with it. Just lean in. Talk about a trust exercise. Just go there. See what happens. See what happens. There's no need to beat yourself up because to know thine self is a gift because then you know what's going on in there. And if you don't like it, change it. We have that power to change our minds. Change your mind, you change your heart, change your heart, you change your life. You change your life, you change the life of others. See how this works? You got this, you got this. Becoming a vigilante for peace is what we've been called to do. And this is how we do it. Trust, trust, trust by choosing again and allowing the gift of the Holy Spirit to work in you, as you, and through you that this will be the way through what we are going through collectively. If I do my part and you do your part, think about that. Now, if I tell you, well, you better do it this way, but I'm not handling things at my house, how far is that gonna go? So I want you to consider this idea because Jesus taught us that everything we do, everything we do is one of two things. It's either an act of love or a call for love. That's it. And I think there's a lot of calls for love happening right now. A call for love not judgment, call for love. Nelson Mandela taught us that we can relearn and teach ourselves how to treat each other with love because love is our natural state. And to think of all the love that would naturally start to flow again if we allowed it to just soak us all up. Think about that. Like rain coming down, drenching everybody in just this sense of peace, of love, of oneness. So I want to take a moment to hold space together for all of us, all of us hurting and suffering right now. I wanna send our love to all of those that are calling for love, including ourselves. And so the way we're gonna do this, I want you to get into a comfortable position 
can sit in a chair, you can hit the bed. I don't care what you do. I just want you to be comfortable. And I want you to just relax. I'm gonna ask that you put your hand on your heart. If you'd like to send love and strength, maybe a fist over your heart. Solidarity. And we're just gonna breathe. Allow your eyes to close if they want to close. Nothing's forced. I wanna start with one big deep breath. We're gonna go in through the nose and then we're just going to allow it to be, come out like a big exhale, like a sigh, okay? And just let all that weight out. Everything we've been seeing and feeling and carrying around, we're gonna allow it to leave us, okay? So let's take one deep breath in through the nose. Hold it and then drop it like a big sigh. Allow yourself to just breathe easily now. Easy breathing. This is relaxing. This is our moment of peace. We're connected. We are in the oneness. And every time we breathe in, this is an invitation for the Holy Spirit to come in and comfort us. To bring us this realization of oneness to feel it, to allow it to move through our bodies so we can then send it. Take a deep breath in and know that you're breathing in compassion for yourself. Exhale and give that compassion to others. Take a nice deep breath in. Taking in grace for ourselves. Exhaling and giving grace to others. Take a nice big breath in of forgiveness for yourself. And release and let it go and forgive others. Stay with me and keep breathing. Breathe in everything you want. We send out the rest. Now let's breathe in love for ourselves. And exhale love for others. I want you to visualize as you keep breathing Visualize these intense feelings that we're feeling, being rooted in the need for love and for protection. Now take that fierce love that you feel, that fierce desire to protect others and send that out right now. 
not in the form of anger or rage, but in the form of love, because that's what we are looking for. Send it out. Covering each of your brothers and your sisters and yourself right now. Envisioning their hearts, their souls as light. Let the vision of bodies just fall away, fall away. It's not about the body. It's about the light. Allow that image of light to start to fill you right now. Feeling your heart beat. Recognizing the power. Recognizing the oneness. Now see that light amplifying and growing brighter and brighter. You are radiating, radiating love. And now turn your hand from a fist and push it out, push it out. Send that love out, send it out. From you to each other, from me to you, from you to me, oneness. Continuing in, continue to breathe in that compassion for yourself, for others. Let's sit and have a moment. Allow this peace to wash over you, to renew your heart, renew your mind, renew your strength. We give gratitude and we say thank you. Thank you for this connection to love for this ability to be a helper. And so, as we send out this prayer, we send out this love, this light, we send it out to go do its perfect work. And so it is, and so we allow it to be. Amen. I hope you feel a little better. I do. Now my time is coming to a close.
coming to an exciting finish and start. This is now my time to honor the season, turn back inside to get the new set of orders to get my next direction on what is to come. I can feel, <laughs> I can feel <laughs> that spirit is guiding me to use this love and my insights on a greater platform to help more in a bigger way. And so as I take this time to trust myself and my guidance, to hear the next steps and allow them to express through me, I ask that you hold me in your heart. And once I have the clarity for the next steps, I will be back to let you know what that means. So until then, I'll feel you and you feel me on the inside. Peace, love, ooh, grace and blessings to you, my family. I love you so much because the light in me loves the light in you. You've been listening to Jules Loves Me, the podcast. If you feel uplifted and inspired by the sacred space we created today, support and join our mission by donating on www.julesloves.me. And while you're there, take a look around, check out all the videos and blogs I've put together for you, and make sure to subscribe to my email list. And for all you social butterflies, you can follow me on julesloves.me on Facebook and Instagram. Want to support our mission even more? Visit patreon.com slash julesloves.me to become a patron and get even more food to fuel your soul. Join me next time for another wholehearted story. Thank you for listening. And remember, the light in me loves the light in you.